This is Saturday morning's must-listen form hour. Set to go. Ready. Racing. The best minds in the business are ready to have their say. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Great to have Dean Lester, David Gately and Jamie Rogers join me to go right through to 10 o'clock prior to the spring ticket to try and find nine winners at Flemington. Firstly, good morning to you, Dean Lester. Good morning, Warren. How's Cup Week been treating you so far? Oh, well, it's uh, it's a bit of a marathon, isn't it? We're uh, or third quarter, hopefully the premiership quarter today, Warren, and we uh, we kick a few goals. Uh, looking forward to the meeting anyway, and the track uh, obviously holding up very well. How do you think it might play today? Uh, hard to know. Uh, the, yeah, they were edging out, edging out through the day on Tuesday, and now uh, yeah, another rail movement and... Uh, you know, obviously uh, it had deteriorated through Tuesday, but uh, we'll uh, watch the first couple of circle races and work it out, I suppose. David Gately, you've had a busy week, as you always do, but front and centre on the Channel 10 coverage. And I suppose one of the highlights of the week has been Jamie Rogers trying to target you for the sound effect king of the uh, RSN 927 <laughs> panel. But looks like that title's been handed over. How are you enjoying the week? Yeah, I'm not happy about that either. I know it's, it's something I'm pretty proud of. Um, but uh, we'll just have to do what we can. Maybe I'll buy an extra dog or something. Um, look, the, the week's been a challenge with some rough results Cup Day, but, uh, you know, we, we have to keep uh, keep learning. Learn more from your losses than your wins, mate. So we got some, hopefully we've got some in us today. And it's with some trepidation I welcome in Jamie Rogers and wondering what type of background noise we'll have this morning. Good morning, Jamie. Don't fall off your chair, Warren. But you'll notice it is peace around uh, me, not a sound. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's great news for you as well. How the, how's the interest been in the Oaks Day meeting? Yeah, we have seen quite a bit of interest actually at this stage, Warren. I'll go through it in more detail when we get to each race. But at this stage, Charmstone is one of the best-backed runners on the program coming out of race two and Zoo Style in race six. And then in the actual Oaks, it's She's Extreme. That is the most popular runner ahead of Zenzella. We kick off over 1,700 metres for the, the fillies and mares, over the 1,700 metres. Benchmark 70, scratch numbers 10, 13, 15 and number 18. What's the market look like in the first, Jamie? Well, Warren, just before we came on, we did actually have joint favourites in this race. But at this stage now, it is Artika that has firmed into favouritism at that $4.40 price. Was four sixty. Now we come into $4.40. If we go down the market a little bit further, it is Matron Bullwinkle that was equal favourite, but is now just drifting out to $5. Stalking is then the next best in the market at 7 and then Taliqua at that $7 price as well. Maren used to stable with a, a real handle on the market here, Dino. Tempo-wise, how do you think this might play out? Yeah, sound effects too, Warren, uh, because I've uh, got renovations going on here. The jackhammers are about to come out, so uh, I'm sitting in the garage. We've got um, a late challenger for the sound effects, King. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so uh, uh, I thought uh, now that Missy Longport had got a start that uh, she was probably the uh, likely leader, but the likes of Kabaka... Uh, Matron Bullwinkle, Taliqua with the blinkers on and a good draw, thought she might race a bit closer. How'd you settle on on the runners here? I think uh, formulate a way to back the both the Ma Eustace runners. Uh, you'll uh, you'll get a prize here. Uh, I'm with Matron Bullwinkle. Uh, I think she's quite a good talent and uh, fitter for the one run in. James McDonald arrived, but no knock on Arctica. Her former round is good and. Uh, She's going to run very well. Uh, Kabaka, I thought 
even though she's won on the wet, I think an, a better track would help her prospects, uh, as we saw when she run home well a couple of starts back and the tail equal with the blinkers going on. I think she's probably needed them, and uh, she gets them today next best. But uh, principally 7-1 for me, Warren. 7-1, 14 and 12. Gator, how are you seeing the first? Yeah, look, um, I'm with Artika, this favourite. Uh, gave him uh, a good hope uh, first up, or she, and uh, some, some of the best sectionals of the day. Did a really good win at Moeen, covered a bit of ground. The one she beat has beaten horrifying, and uh, I'm not sure what it beat yesterday, but it did win very, very well. And uh, look, in a competitive race, I've gone with it. I think the stablemate Matron Ball was going to cop the check mid-race at Geelong, and the last 100 was really nice work. And uh, she can certainly win. She beat all bar a handy one in green belt, second up last prep. Stalking's a big price. Had excuses both runs, like the dynasty's form. And Talakwa or something like that, next best. But look, I had Dino 100 to 1 for this title, so I'll just have to trim that in. I'm 1, 7, 8, 12. Doesn't like being beaten in anything, Gator. 1, 7, no. 8 and 12 for Gator in the first. Dino with 7, 1, 14 and 12. Also think the Mara and Eustace Stable have the key to the race. And I thought Matron Bullwinkle didn't have a lot of luck. This will suit her second up. 7 for me. Had a 1, Arctica, who gets the visor on. 11, Savagal. Another one from the Wallace Stable. Inside draw with Huey Bowman. Won't have to do a lot of work. And 14, Kabaka, the stable mate. As Duno said, getting back onto firmer ground could be a positive 7, 1, 11 and 14 for me. Race 2, the Ottawa Stakes down the straight over 1,000 metres for the two-year-old fillies. The emergencies don't gain a start here. Jamie in 17, 18, 19 and 20. Number of debutants. What's the market telling us? Well, in this case, Warren, it is all about the favourite in Charmstone, currently holding 33% of the total hold at that $3.80 price and was three ninety and is now firmed in to that $3.80. And then if we jump down to towards the bottom of the market here, the 12 in Empress of Wonder is the next best in the market and seeing a little bit of support, but it is really about the favourite and is on the drift, Empress of Wonder, out to $5.50. And Spicy Margs has been seen a little bit of interest this morning at that $5.50 price. But as I said, it's all about that favourite in Charmstone at $3.80. Gator goes without saying plenty to learn here with so many debutants. How did you end up settling in race two? Yeah, I really liked the trial of Empress of Wonder in Sydney. They uh, weren't bustled at all from the gate. In fact, restrained out to last and just powered to the line under no riding. You'd have to say the juveniles at this early stage of the season have trialled um, in Sydney have trialled a lot worse than than her and come down to Melbourne and either won or run very well. So um, I like uh, the pilot engagement. I like the wide drawer. Charmstone's debut was uh, was really good and I take that on board. I heard you interview earlier uh, with that uh, trial late in the piece. was backed into 260 anyway. Ran well. Time wasn't flash, but already a subsequent winner behind her in Cracker Rib. And uh, then the latest trial was terrific. Was sailed straight by Awestruck. It was probably one of the better runs in the race. Um, behind Cracker Rib on, on Tuesday. Spicy Mars, well, gate one's going to be the query, but obviously has terrific leg speed. And Londolago trials in Sydney as well, and at point three quicker than our top pick, Empress of Wonder. They both went really well. 12 to 15, 14. Thoughts in race two, Dean? Uh, I'm going to go with Charmstone, Warren. Uh, I thought the... Uh Debut form, performance was sound, but the, going back to the trials and chasing down was really good. Uh, I think, it, again, a bit like the first, good race for a stable. I think the uh, price, Kent Jr., was spicy marks, uh, very, very sharp, uh, whether she's going to run 1,000 metres, but she, she can hit the ground running. Uh, Empress of Wonder, as Gator mentioned, uh, she 
did really good work back to the inside and, and really wanted to find the line at uh, Warwick Farm. And I've put in Obtruse. Uh, I think her stable mate probably trial better but didn't uh, gain a start here. So uh, I've put her in next best. 2, 15, 12 and 8. The Dean Lester's numbers in race two. David Gately with 12, 2, 15 and 14. I thought with the benefit of the run down the straight and that nice trial in between, Charmstone could run well here. Two ahead of 12. Empress of Wonder, like the boys, I'm impressed with the way she found the line on limited pressure in her trial at Warwick Farm. Five, Hell Queen, I think, has got some chance in, in this race with the benefit of a, a debut run, probably without the best of luck. And 14, Linda Lago, another one that's trialled well for Annabelle Nisham in Sydney. Two, 12, 5 and 14 for me in race two. Race three's over 1,600 metres for the Phillies and Mares. It's with set weights and penalties. The scratching is number five, Fortunate Kiss. All the others taking their place. How does this market look, Jamie? Well, Warren, we have a very popular favourite here in Roots at $1.85 and it's just been continuing to firm up all morning. Opened up at $2 into $1.95, now into $1.85. Now, the six in Rocker Clock has been tried as an each-way option. So $6 the win, $1.80 the place and has been very popular with those each-way punters. And if we continue to go down the market here, Climbing Star at $5.50 would be the next best in terms of support, but that is coming in behind Roots the favourite and rock o'clock. I think there might be reasonable speed here. Ancient girl, glassy mist, perhaps not too far away. Arctic thunder, even capable of holding a spot. Concede a chance to Roots, but gee, I think she's tight in the market. I'm a real fan of number 12, Climbing Star, and I think that seriously rain-affected track at Mooney Valley probably counted against her, but she still, still tried hard. She might have even been in slightly inferior ground. Improving track here, I know a horse at the stable's got a high opinion of. Each way for me, 12, Climbing Star, head of eight routes. She's been well-placed in recent times to get those two wins on the board going into her most recent run, but her previous form as, as a younger horse was of a high quality. I think six, Rock O'Clock can improve here. Winker's on, one run under the belt. John O'Shea indicating that she'd improve with that first run down here. I think she will. And Sir Lemur, who we've seen down here run well previously, next best for me. 12, 8, 6 and 4 for me. In the third, happy to play number 12, Climbing Star each way. Dino, how are you seeing this race? Uh, I'm with the favourite, Warren. Uh, I think uh, Roots was very good at Mooney Valley, should have won there. And uh, I just think that might be slightly stronger form at the moment. Sir Lemur interests me because she's best fresh, so she's had the time between runs. Uh, I think a distinct plan by the stable. So first three races, I've tipped uh, the same stables to run the Quinella. Uh, uh, in this ta- in this case, it's the, the Wally Yard to run one, two, numbers eight and four. Uh, 11 Princess Rainers, I think, is big odds because she's very good at this trip and it would have been, a, I think, a bit of an aim for her first up. And as you mentioned, I think 12 Climbing Stars, a very good filly in the making. Takes on these older more seasoned mares, but uh, the drying track certainly helps her cause. And 52 kilos is certainly uh, an advantage as well. But uh, on with the favourite, just comes down to price. I thought even money a bit better was uh, a fair bet. Uh, 8, 4, 11, 12. Your thoughts here, Gator? Yeah, look, I just lent to, to Rock O'Clock at, at the price. Um, she did an out first up. She's just length better second up as a rule. That's her profile. Um, I think soft five is an advantage as well. Uh, I'd be worried if it was wet, although it's raining here as I'm close to Flemington. Um, she's the best weighted runner all day, probably outside of She's Extreme. Uh, Roots, two really good wins, and then did look unlucky last time. In saying that, my whisper covered a stack of ground and still beat her. Um, and then ran quite well in a Group 1 
on Saturday. So she's going to be hard to beat. Climbing star, well, I thought I'd back her in anything next time. I didn't quite expect uh, this to be the race, but uh, with 52, she's in the game. Uh, the race uh, that she tackled last time didn't rate um, majorly inferiorly to the, the Roots race on the day, and she drops to 52, as I touched on there. And I'm with Dino to some extent in that Sir Lemur uh, made good ground in the chibi. I think she's overs. Uh, the winner of that race was uh, enormous in a Golden Eagle last week. So uh, that's the way I've seen it. Uh, six on top. From 8-12-4. Their Gators numbers in race 3, 6, 8, 12 and 4. Dean Lester's with numbers 8, 4, 11 and 12. My numbers 12, 8, 6 and 4. We're on a soft 5 with the rail out 5 metres at Flemington on Oaks Day. You're with the Melbourne Form Panel. We'll be back with more after this.